Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news, along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back again to Police Pod Talk, folks. Again, I always say I hope you had a great weekend. And uh, for those of you who have to work on the weekend, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but but uh, we're back with the crew again. We got uh, uh, Abby here. Hey, everybody. And we've got Jeremy. Hello. All right. Last week, if you remember and you're following us, uh, we had a request from a uh, uh, someone sent us an email, said they wanted to know who the hosts were on the show. They didn't really ask about me. They wanted to know the other two people. <laughs> and we introduced Abby. And now we're going to get on to Jeremy because uh, people want to know who Jeremy uh, who Jeremy is. So, uh, Jeremy, just give us a shout. We kind of went over last week. Uh, Abby rattled yeah. off where she went to high school and her well, interest in high school. And uh, let the brother finish. <laughs> and uh, college and uh, <laughs> what, what your interests were. But go right I'm ahead. I'm just so excited uh, you go right to talk ahead. about this. <laughs> I couldn't wait. <laughs> Uh, I am from Warren, Indiana. Okay. Small little town. Probably smaller than Ossian, where Abby was from. Um, not really known for anything. Hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot there. But I went to Huntington North High School. All right. Graduated from there. Uh, graduated from Indiana Tech. I got my degree in criminal justice. Oh, another criminal justice guy. That's right. Okay. Got my degree. You know um, what I'm going to ask you then. Go right ahead. Uh, why did you get on the police department? I thought about it. There was a time, probably mostly through high school and through college, mm-hmm. that I thought about becoming a police officer. And what happened? Then I didn't. Did you get pulled over? <laughs> I did not get pulled over. Treated badly. Um, no, actually, I've never had a really a bad experience. But um, I don't know. I just I I did go on a ride along. I know you asked Abby that last mm-hmm. week. I did go on a ride along. I did enjoy it. I had a good time. The officer was really good that did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And I see it kind of working where I am now. I do work for Adult Protective Services, and I interact with the officers, see what they have to deal with, go out now on different scenes with them, and even in the news and everything. I just don't think for me that I would be able to do it. I'm not really an aggressive person, mm-hmm. not used to yelling at people and all in that type of situation. So I think I realized at some point that it just wasn't me. Hmm. Okay. And I didn't want to be one of those bad apples that did something wrong. So, <laughs> oh wow! No, I, I think okay. I realized that it just wasn't me, and hmm. I, it wasn't something that I wanted to do anymore. And I also did an internship at the prosecutor's office, hmm. and I did mine with Adult Protective Services, and then I left, finished school, and came back. So that's where I am. So you enjoy what you're doing now? I do enjoy. Yes, okay. I enjoy going out and not sitting at a desk all day long, and there you go, seeing people, and hmm. yeah, it. I do enjoy it. So is there anyone in your family in law enforcement? No. Maybe extended cousin. There is one. Uh, but no, nobody in my immediate. And why I thought to become a police mm-hmm. officer or wanted to, I honestly have no idea. So when you brought that up, did you bring it up with your parents? And did they have an opinion? They they were supportive, but I know they <laughs> were, I guess, a little apprehensive about right. it. I mean, they never said, you know, you shouldn't do that Mm -hmm. or, you know, you can't do that or, you know, they never said anything negative about it. But, you know, I mean, they were worried about the safety and everything, but they were supportive throughout all of it. So I asked Abby this question last week. I'm going to ask you with the things that we talk about on the show and we've talked about a lot of police issues and things, good and bad of what they've done. You fall back on your 
mostly about what you do here and what you've seen other officers do along with your degree through yeah. criminal justice. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been doing this a long time. I mean, I'm, I'm not that old, so I don't have a whole lot of experience. Okay, I'm sorry um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I've been here for a few years, uh-huh. um, so I do have experience from that. And, yes, I went to college and, I mean, criminal justice and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of fall back on that. But mostly experiences here. I will say I learned a lot more doing this than I did in college in regards to real life and real situations. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, good. Abby, you got any questions of uh, Jeremy? Oh, let me think. <laughs> oh, come on. Ask is, it true your, is it true your mother is a fan of the show? <laughs> yes. My mother does <laughs> listen to the show. She she enjoys it. I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> wow. Jeremy. Just, <laughs> No, I, she does. She does listen to it. She enjoys it. Yes. Well, good. I mean, don't I say why? There's always a reason. She hears her son. That's right. She's uh, proud of her son yes, on the yeah. show. Hey, well, Jeremy's mom. Yeah. Hello, mother. <laughs> well, good. I'm good. And then uh, what, what folks don't understand is uh, they were thinking that Jeremy and Abby were police officers, which was fine. I mean, if that's a, the, what they sound like, that so be it. But uh uh, they they know what they're talking about. Is that about. a good or bad thing? Did they think we were police officers? I think it's good okay. because uh, you held your own and you answered the questions when we uh, discussed certain things and you knew what you were talking about. Yeah. Well, we try. Well, you do a great job. That's all <laughs> I can say. I'm, I'm happy that they're here, folks. All right. Uh, I think we're going to start out today with Jeremy since he well, he did his uh, little spiel there. But you go right ahead, <laughs> Jeremy. Fire. What do you have for us today? I have a long story. This is kind of a long incident that happened um, so bear with me and, and pay attention, Abby, because I know sometimes you get lost. I'll while try. I'll try. <laughs> uh, this happened in Lincolntown, North Carolina, and this actually happened, I believe, back in December. Okay. Um, Jessica Long took her 16-year-old son to the emergency room at Atrium Health because she was worried he was having a mental health emergency. She says instead of getting treatment, he was violently assaulted by hospital security guards and a Lincoln County Sheriff's deputy. She took her son to the ER just after midnight on Sunday. This was back in December again. He had received mental health treatment in the past, and she was concerned he might need help that night. When, he got, when they got to the ER, he was angry and didn't want to be there. She was afraid he might try to run away from the car when she pulled up in the little entrance, so she asked a security guard to help get him into the building. Now, there is video of all of this, and you can go online and take a look. The video shows the guard came out to the ER and stood there for less than a minute before he grabbed the boy, shoved him to the ground, and drew his taser. It says surveillance video of the incident shows the boy got back up before the guard shoved him off the sidewalk and into the grass. And it says that the force of the shove was so hard that his he came out of his shoes. Mm. So wow. <laughs> I don't know what wow. kind of shoes he had on and everything, but it says it was strong enough to he was forced out of his shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's the mother. Jessica Long has been talking about this quite a bit. She said at no point did they tell him to put his hands behind his back to stand still. They never tried to de-escalate the situation. They just immediately went for full blown physical force. Um, and this continues kind of watching the video. The guard still had his taser drawn when a second security guard showed up. At that point, the first guard holstered his taser and Long and her son went back towards her car. She stated she wanted to, wanted to move her car, but wanted the guards to help her son get into the ER to receive treatment. Instead, the video shows when her back was turned, the second security guard grabbed the son by the neck from behind, jumped on top of him, tackling him to the ground. Hmm. He stayed on the ground for more than five minutes with both guards on top of him. The video shows the guards stunned the boy with a taser twice. 
She says, I was in shock. I didn't know what to do. I was just kind of helpless to do much of anything. The video shows her standing near her son as he lay on the concrete driveway in handcuffs with both guards on top of him and blood dripping from his mouth. And then there were four deputies with the Lincoln County Sheriff's Department that showed up. They told the guards to get off the boy and he was sat up. Uh, then the boy, who had a mouth full of blood, spit as he was sitting up. And he spit at one of the deputies that had arrived. Mm -hmm. And in response to the boy spitting blood, the video shows a deputy punching the boy in the face twice. The deputy, who was later identified as Deputy Poulsen, was so irate the video shows he ran over to the mother and began yelling at her before a second deputy had to pull him away and they ultimately both fell to the ground as he, the one officer was trying to control Poulsen from getting to the mom and the son. Hmm. Um, the sheriff kind of released a statement. He said that officer did nothing wrong in punching the 16-year-old boy whose hands were cuffed behind his back. He says he had a reaction to a felonious assault spitting in a law enforcement officer's face spitting blood in a law enforcement officer's face is a felonious assault and he had a right to stop the assault from occurring and then in fact it says this sheriff denied that he punched the boy at all and that kind of goes back and forth the article the reporter goes back and forth between the sheriff and the the sh uh the report on the sheriff saying that he didn't really punch him that he pushed him um it says that Poulsen was disciplined for his behavior, um, but his personal record doesn't show any kind of suspension, demotion, or transfer. He's defending, again, the sheriff is defending them, saying they were walking into a volatile situation that they were not a part of. Our job is to take and try and calm things down and find out what the situation is occurring. Uh, the boy was arrested on the night of the incident and charged with multiple misdemeanors and one count of felony assault on a law enforcement officer. He was kept in ju juvenile detention for eight days. His charges remain pending at the insistence of the sheriff's deputies, including Poulsen, who punched the boy multiple times. Uh, Jessica Long, the mother, said the people I thought were going to help, they did nothing but made it worse. They created a situation that should have never happened. Um, and then the Atrium Health, the, um, the people there, director there, also defended their security guards in what they did. So that, that is what happened back in December. Where he was punched in the face by the officer. Hmm. <laughs> so there you go. So the the security guard got him out of the back. Was he in the front or back seat? He, I don't know. The long story, I've sorry. seen the video. It kind of cuts back and forth. They got out. And it actually, what it doesn't say in the article is that the boy, he was, you can tell, he was angry. He was shoving the mother. I don't know all, all he did to her okay. before or, you know, during, but he was shoving her. He was So upset. he was already being physical he with somebody. He was being physical with the okay. mother. When, and they, it does show that in the video. Okay. When the car is parked there in the little entrance way. Okay. He's shoving her. He, you know, he's clearly not upset or not happy he's there. He's upset. Mm -hmm. And so when the guard comes out, I don't know if he does anything to the guard or why the guard did what he did, but um, I did. You do see the guard shove the boy into the grass, and I mean the kid goes flying. He's flying back, and then he pulls his taser, and then yeah, you can it. it most of it as in the article that I read that is shown in the video, but it does not show the boy. He was shoving the mother, and so he was already being physical. The security guard they tased him. They got him kind of under control. They had him handcuffed sitting down on the ground yeah the officers showed up and and at the, i like at the beginning kind of said they came to try and can control the situation and unfortunately the boy spit on the officer with blood yes which i can see that's definitely a that's definitely a felony charge um but i guess it's i don't know you know not being in that situation but like punching him hitting him seems a 
bit drastic when he's not coming at you. He's already sat on the ground with handcuffs. I mean, and I totally get the charge of spitting on officer. That's definitely a felony mm-hmm. with bodily flu- fluid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't get the aggressiveness of the. I mean, I understand it would tick you off, so I can't. Yeah. I'm not been in that, so was, I've not been in that. I know that would tick off a lot of people in the video. You could in tell blood. the officer was mad. In I mean, blood, it's it's bodily fluid. Yeah, you saw him. I mean, you see him. You see him punch him, and yeah. um, you know he and he is being pulled away by the other officer, mm-hmm. and he's trying to go mm-hmm. back, like he's trying to go back for more, and the the other officer has to pull him to the ground to prevent him from going back at them. At least mm-hmm. someone had a. Yeah, the other officer, I mean, he kept him. He, he pulled him it. back. Yeah, yeah. I saw the video, and I also watched the interview. Some news guy interviewed the mom, and he pieced together his own video also, and he swears it's the entire video, but it's not. There is a part where the first security officer comes out. He's a really big guy. Yeah. He comes out. He's got his taser out, and this was after he had shoved the mom a couple of times. And he goes to kind of grab the kid, and there's a little struggle. And the kid does strike the security officer. He hits him. But they're going to try to say he didn't. But you can clearly see he gets hit in the face. And he writes in his report he got hit in the face, and he shoves him down. Mm -hmm. Well, then the second guy comes out. Again, they're dancing basically around the car. Uh, Then the second guy comes out, and he takes him down hard. Yeah. And I mean hard. He grabs him by the, his neck. He's standing behind the yeah. kid. He grabs him by his neck and he slams him on the ground. Right. And, and before they went out, they saw the aggressiveness he's already showed to mom. So they kind of already knew that right. when they were walking, aggressive. going out to this, right. what, you know, you're dealing with mm-hmm. an aggressive person, not right. just, okay. And they held him on the ground, just like you, you yeah. said. I was surprised at the officer who arrived, his reaction when he got spit in the face. Yes, you are angry. But something inside of you says, hey, he's on the ground. He's cuffed. Mm-hmm. I can back up. I took the spit mm-hmm. in the face. But when he hit him twice, boy, he hit him hard. Like punch full <laughs> I mean, clothes. Oh, yeah. And it hit him really good. And that, that part I have a problem with. And yeah. the other part, and it doesn't specifically say that in the article, but um, there was a, and you, it looked like a, the hospital worker. Mm-hmm. One was standing there right next to the kid, and he had gloves on. And as soon as the kid spit at the officer, he went and covered the yep. kid's mouth with, with okay. his gloved hand. So he's already put his hand over the kid's mouth, but the officer just comes in right. and just, yeah. And then, and you, Abby, you said something really important. The, the second officer who helped, who basically pulled the officer off, mm-hmm. at least one person had enough sense to be cool and calm yeah. and collected about it. I mean, he was still so mad, he's yelling at the mom. And the mom was just kind of like in shock. She wasn't sure what was going on. Mm-hmm. And they have to keep pulling and pulling him, and they end up falling to the ground. Um, I I watched this whole thing, but the scary part for any officer is, what do you do with a kid when you know they're, the, they're there just for the help? They're not there. They got some mental problem. The mom's trying to get the help. What do you do? I mean, what hold, what move, what takedown can you do? Because mm-hmm. they're really not – in their right mind at that moment. And Unfortunately, I think officers come across that a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. mental health. And the mom's looking for help, but she got a little bit more. Than mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just, I what bothers me is uh, they've done the interviews, they've shown this tape, but they keep bringing, taking out the part of him shoving the mom around. The beginning. Yeah, yeah. he's shoving the mom around like a rag doll, and she's taking it. She's just constantly taking it. I was like, well, wait a minute, well, mom. What I saw, was, I saw that part of the video, but I did not see him hitting the guard. So yeah. that part of what I watched was mm-hmm. taken out. Yep. So they're only showing what the officers are doing. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. It's there. It is clearly there. Which I think happens a lot. I think, uh, unfortunately, all they, they just tend to hone in on videos of just we're going to clip it, you know, trim the video down to just kind of what the officer's part is instead of showing what led to that, what what was the beginning, how officers even respond, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To They just kind of unfortunately put a bad light on it. Oh, yeah. Without showing the cause. I feel, they, they show the reaction. They don't show the they don't show the calls for the reaction. I, I feel for the mom. I mean, yeah. I, I have no clue what you would do as the mom. You got a teenage son mm-hmm. who's probably taller and bigger and stronger than you, shoving you around, and you're asking for help. You don't want him to go to jail. Yeah. So mom's doing the best she can in a little roundabout at the at the hospital there, and and you're getting him to a place for the help and where you think the help mm-hmm. is. So like she says, she's not going to go for help anymore. No, she <laughs> says she is not going to be returning to that hospital. To that hospital. Yeah, so, that hospital. Yeah, so and I don't know if they have other ones or not. But yeah, she says she will not be returning to Atrium for future help in emergencies. Well, you know, I, I get that, but she's got to also look at who came out to help. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you go back again and you get the right person to come out and maybe they'll understand a little bit better. Everybody gets educated in something mm-hmm. like this. You know, but boy, that was, yeah, that was rough and to unfor- watch. And unfortunately, they're responding to your son. I mean, and not that he's there to get the help, but with mental illness and all, mm-hmm. he kind of started it. And I hate to say that because I know he's got that mental illness and that's why they were there for help. But, you know, it's not like he was just there sitting in the car and they just yanked him out and started <laughs> beating on him either. So I, I, I do. I agree with you on the mothers. I mean, it. what do you do? Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that was a tough one, but. I just I can't I can't justify the punching him. I can't yeah. <laughs> that part. Everything else I can kind of go. Okay, I see it. Yep, yep. You got to do something. But boy, when he was cuffed and sitting there on the mm-hmm. ground, <laughs> yeah, I don't he, know. And yeah, he could tell the officer was he was mad, and he he really hit him. I mean, it wasn't just to, it wasn't just to keep him away or you know stop him or whatever because mm-hmm. he was sitting on the ground handcuffed. I mean, he hit him just because he was So mad. where did the, um, since he, the boy was sitting on the ground, obviously handcuffed, where, when he spent, was the officer down talking to him? Mm-hmm. Like, so he was bent down le- face level with him. So yep. it went on his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. he hit him in the face. Yeah. Okay. And then he hit him. <laughs> and it, was it the chief that said he didn't do it? I think it was the sheriff because these the are sheriff? all county deputies. Yeah. It was the sheriff who said that he uh, all I saw was once. He didn't see him hit him twice. He said all I saw was once and he was pushing him back away. Now, I can't agree with that because what I saw was him punching him in the face. Maybe with his fist he was pushing him away. Oh, he never, it pushed him away, that's for sure, because yeah. <laughs> it hit him hard. Oh, but. boy. So is that officer still in the department or what's going on with him? I, say. I do not know. It doesn't say. Um, they have a civil review board. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Civilian. Sorry. Civilian. Yeah. Civilian. What did I say? Did yeah. I say yeah. civil. Right? Um, civil. Yeah, my bad. I don't civilian. know. It does not say. Um, it doesn't say. Okay. Whether he's still on the department or not. Um, but the sheriff was defending him. Hmm. Okay. I see, Abby's trying to get me. I was about to stand uh, up when she started at review board stuff. Oh, I'm getting <laughs> the blood flowing. Yeah, yeah. It's coming up every week now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we keep telling these stories. But, yeah, that is rough. I, I feel bad for the mom. Uh, the kid needs some help. Um, more training. I'm sure there's going to be a whole lot more training. Uh, in the interview um, for, I guess, the lady that's the head of the security for the hospital, Yeah, she even admitted, yes, they have to do a better job with the training. But all she can go off is what they wrote in their reports. And, I mean, everyone learns something in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may not like it, but you will learn something. <laughs> That's how it always p- plays out. 
if it was perfect, we wouldn't even be talking about it. There would be video of nothing. True. But, so, yep, we all learn. Jeremy, what else you got before I cut you off? That's about it. That's the story. Hmm. And we talked about this before. If you get spit on, that's bad yeah. enough. Because we talked about ham and bacon or ba- uh, bacon, bacon and, and eggs. Because that's what happened the last to him. One. Yes. So he got spit on, and he ended up body slamming somebody. He body slammed him. Okay. But he, the other individual was also not sitting on the ground handcuffed at the time. Okay. All right. So, yeah, hmm. the whole thing of getting spit on, I mean, whew, it takes a whole lot to control yourself. And lucky the one guy was there to pull him off because he would have kept wailing on this. I kid. fully believe he would have kept going if nobody had stopped him. <laughs> Kudos to that guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jeremy, thank you for that. Where did that all happen at? That happened in Lincolntown, North Carolina. North Carolina. Lincolnton. Lincolnton. Lincoln, North Carolina. At a hospital. At Atrium Health Hospital. Atrium. And I don't know if that's a regular hospital or some kind of mental health hospital. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you very much, to Jeremy, for that story. You are very welcome. All right, Abby, we got a attaboy, or we got a what were you thinking? We got an attaboy. No, oh, you, you've been being soft here the last I know. I, I like my officers. <laughs> you go right ahead. All right. <clears throat> this comes out of Utah. A Utah mother of five with no way to feed her crying newborn in the middle of the night called 911. Um, the police worked quickly to help her. Um, I have no idea how to get formula to my daughter. The mother can be heard telling a lone peak police d- dispatcher on the 911 audio recording. I've been calling neighbors and no one will answer. Um, the mother talked to the news station there that her milk had unexpectedly dried out and with her husband out of town, she couldn't leave to buy formula. This is my fifth child and this has never happened, she said. It wasn't long before Lone Peak officers arrived at her door with a gallon of milk. What kind, um, sorry, what kind of formula does she need? Police asked in the body cam video that was learning now that the young person actually was a young baby that needed formula. I don't know. I've never done this before. Like the newborn stuff? Um, she replied, Lone Peak officer headed back out this time to Walmart and returned with formula. Walmart. Yep. Shout out to Walmart for having formula. Um, a police video shows the officers giving the mother formula in the milk, refusing any payment. And the officer refused payment. The mother said she was surprised they went out and bought the formula from her, for her, adding that she thought the most they might do would be watch over the house while her eight-year-old daughter looked out for the other children. The Lone Peak, Lone Peak officer officials posted on their Facebook page, so very proud of our officers and their dedication to duty. Hmm. So helping people out, a uh, mother, mm-hmm. um, her milk dried out, so she needed formula to feed the baby that was probably crying so and hungry. She's never, she doesn't know what kind of formula to get, but she's had five children. She, she's well, feeding the kids. Yeah. Man, what's the matter with you? <laughs> hey, I don't know. I do not have children for all those out there wondering. We, maybe we should ask that question at the beginning. Of so she's never ran into, I mean, there's mothers out there mm-hmm. that breastfeed for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously kind of ran into new territory of her milk drying out didn't know what to do so she called 911 um and the officers responded unfortunately i don't know what you know like here dispatch kind of said i don't know what got put to the officers the officers came with a gallon of milk first that's funny not knowing yeah not knowing what would the need was but they probably said my milk the milk ran out milk and so they and so they thought of that not knowing that it was an infant that Hmm. needed formula so they the officers had no problem they went back out um, gave the mother the formula and the milk um, and refused payment. Well, if you if you back this entire thing okay. up, you, you got to really thank that dispatcher 
for even taking the mm-hmm. call and putting that out. Because you would think that some dispatcher would probably just go, hey, we can't help you with that. Mm-hmm. And then the call ends. And then the lady's still trying to call around. For, for the dispatcher to put that out, for an officer second to take the time and go get the milk and take it to the house, even though he was wrong. You know what? So what? The other kids could use the mm-hmm. milk. You know, that kind of thing. That's not my and job. And then for him to go to Walmart, shout out to Walmart, go to Walmart and grab the right formula, whatever baby formula mm-hmm. they needed, and return and give it to the mom. And refuse payment. Yeah. I mean, all of those things played out. You had the right people in the right place. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it could have easily stopped at that 911 dispatcher mm-hmm. right there. I'll be darned. And an officer. I mean, even the dispatch could have put out an officer thinking, this is not my job. I don't need to do this. Yep. And this was where at now? Cause we- Alpine, Utah. Alpine. Alpine, Utah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Did yeah. he even give the officer's name? I have no officer names. Milky Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> officer Milky Smooth. <laughs> uh, thank you, Officer Smooth. Officer Smooth. I mean, that is really a neat story because it played out the mm-hmm. way it needed to be Everybody was out. in the right place at the right time. I'll be darned. And what the husband? I bet he. Well, it wouldn't have been his fault. Probably, you know, he, no, he was out of town. He didn't know. Yeah. And you know what? Like she said, I was just kind of hoping that maybe an officer would kind of maybe sit sit outside there mm-hmm. in their squad car, mm-hmm. um, sit outside the the house while I ran to the store real quick. Um, but instead, they took one step further, and she didn't have to leave her five children. Yeah, it's probably easier for him just to go. I mean, I he's already so. out. His car is mm-hmm. already warm, or whatever. We don't know what time of year it was, but. Well, it's recent. It's probably cold out. I don't know that much about Utah. I don't either. (laughs) Alpine Police Department. Well, actually, it was the Lone Peak Police Department. Lone Peak. Yeah. But it's in Utah. Yes. It says Alpine Alpine, Utah, so I don't know. Lone Peak Police Department. So shout out to them. Good job. You have some uh, officers that... uh, Looking out after yeah. their citizens. And and a, and a shout-out to that dispatcher, too. Absolutely. That was really good. And uh, it's too bad they didn't mention her name, but that's no, okay. No, I, I got no police officer names. That's quite all right. I'm, I'm sure if they're, they're listening. I know they usually do out in Utah. They're listening, and <laughs> they know we're talking about them. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy what, what was your little comment? You said something about the, the mother didn't have milk. What, what did you say? <laughs> there's going to be a whole lot of mothers that send a – and your own mother listen. My own mother <laughs> Well, she would be ashamed, um, but <laughs> I asked. Uh, you did didn't I realize ask? it was formula. Yeah. Or oh, I asked need. how she did not know what kind of formula to get. She yeah. made a comment in there, something about not knowing. Yeah, she she's never know. done the mm-hmm. newborn stuff. Yeah. But she's never bought the formula. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. She never had to. She never had to buy the mm-hmm. formula. Yeah, I guess. I just was confused when she said she's never done the newborn stuff. <laughs> and I thought, well, this is your fifth child. What do you mean you never done the newborn stuff? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, yeah. If, uh, I'm going to call your mother and say, talk to your son. <laughs> Explain to him how this works. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. One day you'll have to know. <laughs> he doesn't want to know. He'll be out of town like this husband. <laughs> but he'll be hiding in the basement. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Abby, we're really appreciate that and uh was it single peak twin peak what's the name of it lone, lone, lone peak. peak i knew it was a peak in there lone police peak department. police department well done officer and well done dispatchers there in uh, utah that was a, that was a good story thank you abby we i like those you, attaboys abby. those are good and jeremy thanks for your story there you are welcome uh hopefully uh, this whole mental illness thing we can figure out what we should shouldn't do it's a touchy thing mm-hmm. well hopefully in the end he got some help and I don't know. It says he went to juvenile detention for eight days, so I don't know if he 
got the help he needed, so hopefully he did. Uh, yeah, I hope. If mom's listening, she can actually email us here at uh, <laughs> policepodtalk at gmail. Let us know. Or mom, go ahead and friend us on Facebook at Cleveland Junior or at Police Pod Talk, either one of them. And if you tweet mom, we got a Twitter now going on at oh, Police yeah. Pod Talk. You can hit us up there and tell us what happened to your son. I saw the interview, but let us know what happened. Uh, anyone out there in the mental health field uh, want to come on and talk to us about uh, this also? That'll help us out. Abby, thank you for your report. Jeremy, thanks for yours. Mm-hmm. And guys, uh, hopefully you enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll catch you guys and also you listeners next week on Police Pod Talk. Mm-hmm.